What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. This is a little weird, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little strange. weird because, yeah. first of all, Greg's not here. It's the first episode. It's episode 48. The first episode, Greg's never been here for a show. But it's still called the Game Over Greggy Show. I imagine mm. this would be what it'd be like if, like, say, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, you know, had a guest host or something like that. Is that too old of a reference? Yeah, I don't even yeah, know what that's really Is that too old of a reference? I'm the with red, you. I'm the with red you. Gla- mm. Okay, you understand what I'm saying. The red glasses, Donahue. Is that yep. a little too old? That's yep. probably a little too old too. Yeah. No, these are good. Uh, so the game over Greg show is, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to be Greg today. I'm not gonna tap mm. on the table. I'm not gonna be really loud. No. Uh, and uh, you can just tweet at him at Game Over Greg and tell him why isn't he here? Why did he abandon us? Why doesn't he love us anymore? Why doesn't he love you anymore? I thought uh, he was all those, back. Guys, all those guys. He'll be back next week. He's okay, in Columbia, good. Missouri. Him and Steimer have gone for vacation. Obviously, uh, that's where Mizzou is. His beloved Mizzou. Uh, he's seeing some football games, some old friends, and, and things of mm. this nature. The now, antlers. Now I'm very excited. Uh, first of all, about about our special guest. But before we do that, before we get there, let's introduce uh, the seducer slash producer. Is that right, Nick? Or is it the seducer hey. slash producer? It's the producer slash producer. So it's no, nope, no, it's producer. Right. You're the producer and the producer. You know what's funny on that? I got I got tied up on whether it was a forward slash or backslash because we haven't decided yet. And I was like, and I totally screwed up my own moniker. It is the producer slash seducer. Nick so Scarpino. alphabetical, hey, alphabetical. Nick Scarpino it rolls off the tongue. The pure one. Tim Geddes. Let Tim host. And the illustrious, the famous, the beautiful. The cantankerous. The cantankerous. Oh, what does no. that, that even mean? Like, that means I'm like crotchety and That's grumpy. He's true. not crotchety. You're not. I just thought that meant like Cantankerous cool. sounds cool though. It does sound cool. <laughs> Not, not a Damon, Hatfield. <laughs> Damon Hatfield. What's up, everybody? What's Damon up, everybody? Hey. Very, I'm very excited that Damon's here. It's going to be a great episode, with or without Greg. Greg, why did you leave us? Uh, so on the Game Over Greg show, we have four topics, four sometimes five best friends, I think Greg says, yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes come to this black Ikea table. He slams it at some point, mm-hmm. then he's, and he almost knocked the I slime, did. the I slime did. bourbon, the, the rare bourbon <laughs> slime, worth 9,000 experience points, but no gold. You get no gold, only experience points if you beat him. Uh, and we, we discuss various topics here. Uh, of course, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash kind of funny. Mm-hmm. You can buy the podcast at Bandcamp. It's still gameovergreggy.bandcamp.com? At kindoffunny.com. Kindoffunny.com. You can you find it audio funny. or video. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not good at this. I've never hosted this before. This is like, this is like for people out there that have been watching this for a long time, this is like Podcast Beyond where it just goes completely off the rails. We're... Ryan Clements and I back in the day, you should just have to pretend that it was a completely different series. We used to call it the Fireside Chats. We did five of them because I can't be Greg. Tim, I can't be Greg. Mm. Uh, and of course, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash kind of funny. Yes. And we appreciate all of your support. Thank you very much. One of our new shows is coming very soon. We're very excited to, to show it to you. Uh, so let's get right let's get right into it, mm. shall we? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let's not do this 20 or 30 minute rolling start that we usually do. I like that sometimes. It's cold. Fun. You usually do a cold open. Yeah, we're doing a cold open because what we were talking about before the show was Punky Brewster. First we were talking about Solio Moonfry. Then we were talking about Punky Brewster. Then we were talking about our friend Sherry Johnson. These are all made then, up people. And, and all of this you is missed made the part up. when we were talking about Solio Moonfry's boobs. Yeah, and we Solio Moonfry specifically what she looks like today. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen her. Uh, but she doesn't look like she used to look. Eighty percent chance. What of the she's production. a good-looking woman. She's a good-looking woman. Yeah, she grew up to be a very, very attractive, very attractive woman. woman. It's very true. Uh, and I was just saying that I remember her in the early two thousands in some skateboarding ad that she did, and I was like, "That's Punky Brewster." Yeah, that's weird. That's her. I never. I didn't know Punky Brewster even exi- like. I thought she kind of just disappeared off the face of the planet when she was twelve years old, but she's still out there. How old was she supposed to be when she was on Punky Brewster? I don't know, like like 10, 10, 11, 12, something like that. Maybe well, she wasn't like a teenager. She looked was young. She? You saw you saw the photo. Yeah. She looked younger. She than looked that, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe. I'm younger just trying that. to think of that that young girl on a skateboard, like in a skateboarding. Yeah, that looks weird to me. I'm trying to picture that. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. It was the 90s. It was at that point. No, well, well, this yeah. was the 2000s. This is when she was an adult. Oh, yeah, she was, oh, yeah. She was an adult. Did a skateboarding app when she was an adult. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was what? like she was like a. That's what I'm saying. She was when I I used to watch Punky Brewster when I was a kid. Then she, then that character and that actress disappeared forever. 
And then uh, I was at a skate shop in New York that doesn't exist anymore called New School. And there was a poster, I think it was for Foundation, one of these skate companies. And they and there was a picture of her, and I was like, who's that? You know, and, and someone was like, that's Punky Brewster. And I was like, no way! It's not Punky Brewster, but it was. And she was like, twi- and she was like, and she was like twenty something, and she was like at some point twenty something years old. Anyway, I love how you just said we're not doing the bullshit no, where no. we talk. For- no, 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 but no. we did it anyway. <laughs> Damon Hatfield, what's your topic? This one is a, a Ty Root original. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, because Ty Root's mind works yeah. mysterious. He's a demented individual. In weird ways. <laughs> uh, he posed this to my girlfriend and I a few weeks ago, and now she's obsessed with this question. She asks everyone that we meet up with. But so here's the question: You have the ability to teleport. I like you it. can teleport anywhere in the world. However, every time you teleport, you gain two pounds. Two pounds that cannot be lost. Like you'll never Ever. lose those two pounds. Can I lose the other two pounds? Yes, like you the could other like hundred and some odd thousand yeah. pounds that I already so have. So like on yeah, me? if you if you weighed two hundred pounds, you you teleported. You weighed two hundred and two pounds. You could th- technically lose all the other weight, but you'd still weigh two pounds. So no matter what, I'm going to weigh two pounds. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So the question is, how often would you use it? Where would you go? What would you use it for? Hmm. Hmm. See, that's a hard one because my mind immediately goes. Use it instead of booking those Thanksgiving flights. Mm. But I tend to gain gain. about 10 pounds at Thanksgiving no matter what. Now you're going to gain 12. Due to the fact that my mother not only cooks the traditional American Thanksgiving, but also does an Italian Thanksgiving, which doesn't make any sense because the Italians don't, as you know, Colin, don't celebrate Thanksgiving. No, they certainly don't. Kind of an American holiday. Mm -hmm. But my mom will not let that stop her. She still does a cheesecake, two pumpkin pies, and a lasagna lasagna as well. You got a lasagna. So... I'm thinking I would. I would do it for vacations because looking at vacation spots, like if I'm going to South America or someplace like Africa, those flights, despite being sometimes a day and a half, maybe like 30 hours to get to these places, tend to be insanely expensive. Wait, hold on a second. Vacation spots like Africa. You You know my wife. My kinds of vacation spot People is on sitting safari. on my couch. Yeah, that's no, yeah, Nick, Nick and his wife going on safari. Oh no, my wife, my wife's like, let's go look at big cats, and I was like, let's go to the vet. <laughs> like we can just <laughs> like, there's a cat cafe that just opened in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, we can just go we can right go over there. there. Really? Yeah, that's true. Oh, cool. They're very, very one, Japanese. They're opening one here in uh, Hayes Valley too. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. What does that consist of? Well, so a cat cafe. Yeah. So I've been to several in Tokyo, mm-hmm. but it's basically they have like 50 cats. In, and they serve coffee and tea, and then it's about ten bucks an hour to just hang out with the cats. And then you can—I love people so much. Well, you love Japanese people, yes. Uh, and then if you buy treats, you can like pay a couple dollars to get treats, and then the cats really want to be your friend if you have the treats. Oh my god! So, yeah. is this a Japanese word, thing? You're using even the word here, cat to mean cat, right? Well, this is not a euphemism for something else. No, you sick, you sick. <laughs> no, I just didn't know if this yeah, is like these are the real cat cats. club is where you go to. Like, it's like uh, like a strip club or something like that. No, this is a legitimate are... feline animal that's yep. sitting next to you. Yep, and you pay ten dollars to hang out with it. Yep, you can but probably. Are, is buy this a, a Japanese cat. thing though in America? Yeah, so now they're starting to open them here in America. Are you going to show us this? Yes. Is it going to be? Well, I don't even know what this is going to be. It's My mind be, goes to pornographic, but I can't, I can't figure out how to make it Your pornographic. mind often goes there. Regardless. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I know. Uh, wait, wait, it may take me a second to, right, okay. to find so, the, the yeah, video. But, so, yeah, researching flights, if you look at flights to anywhere, because mm-hmm. you know, you have to remember, the United States, not a small continent. Mm-mm. So even to get to the other side of it is an expensive, very long, very most likely unpleasant experience. So multiply that by like three to get to Europe, or two to get to Europe, and then... With layovers, stop-offs, if you're trying to go anywhere in Southeast Asia or any of that, any of those places, you're looking at a very long, hard 
trip. It's arduous. To get someplace. It's a very arduous mm-hmm. trip. So I would definitely, I think my wife and I would probably once a year stomach the two pounds just to be able to instantly, wait, is that both ways? Yes, every time oh, you so try, every time you pounds. Try. I couldn't find the video, by the way. Yeah, so the return trip, you're getting four pounds. Yeah. Oh, that's, Damn. that's, that's rough, man. Mm. You got to use this a few times. You got to only use it a few times. But I'm saying, like, like Colin, you mm. could be in, you could be in Tokyo. Yep. Instantly. You could be. I mean, uh, I've done the Tokyo trip twice. The, the flight's not as bad. It's much worse going to Europe from here than it is, I think, to mm. Japan. Mm. Especially because you have to stop in London or whatever, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't, like, I, I feel like, Here's the thing is I'm like 15 or 20 pounds overweight, mostly in the gut and the ass and the thighs area. <laughs> so that's going to buy me about five trips. That's exactly what I'm thinking too. Is yeah. 15 to 20. I'm like, I can get rid of that if I had to. And then it's like, where would I want to go? I'd want to go somewhere like exotic and random. Like if I can teleport instantaneously in my mind, I'd be like, well, I'm going to dress warm. I'm going to the North Pole because it's just to, just to go. And then I'm coming back because I can say I went to the North Pole. I was there. You weren't there. <laughs> chill with You're that. never going to go. It's literally well, uh, never going to go. Yeah. Unless you're some sort of fucking adventurer with a pack of wolves, bring a sleigh with you, you know, at the right time of year. No, I just went. I just teleported and I came back. Four yeah. pounds, that, yeah, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty cool. I don't know if I'd go to a conventional place, though, because I could never justify in my mind. I'm going to obsess for the rest of see, my life. I can't get rid of these four pounds because I, mean, I teleported to Dubai or something like that. See, you, you, you think you would limit yourself and you say, I'd only use it for this and this. But then, you know, God forbid, a family emergency mm. happens at home, mm. right? And then you can be home. You can be there immediately. Yeah, that's a, it's to say, like, you, 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 a loved one has a few hours to live or yeah. something like that. Yeah, then that's an emergency. Yeah, so maybe just having an maybe that's the only way you use it. It's just in an emergency. See, but I know I'm so profoundly lazy, Nick. Yeah, that, that's the that like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like literally oh, seven hundred. You, you and I I'm know each other there. very, very, very well. This is how lazy I am. I buy probably almost every meal at this point because I just am too damn lazy to cook. So I can't even imagine having that at my disposal. Like I'm talking like take the trash out. That's how lazy I would get. Like, I'll just do it like, this one time. It's I'm just, just like, teleport to the curb. <laughs> no, because I'd have to teleport once. from the couch to the trash and then from the rest. <laughs> You're going to get eight pounds. Like a, yeah, an eight pounds endeavor. Because, you know, they have this, God bless, you know, when you live with your significant other, they just constantly want you to do things. Mm. That you, whatever you're doing, they just want you to be doing something else, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So inevitably, Even I'm going to having sex with them. Oh yeah, like, oh. people are like, could you could you go get my Cosmo? Can you get my magazine real quick? I'm like, am I not doing this right? And she's like, no. There's like 18 tips on hot new sex. You need to yeah, figure those out. Immediately flips the ice like cubes, the newest nail selection of like colors. Um, but yeah, I could just imagine coming home one day after a long day of work because you know we record this podcast pretty late. It's pretty late tonight. Mm-hmm. I get home. It's three thirty in the morning. It is. It's it's like how are we even awake? We didn't know what we were doing without Greg. It's so crazy. Yeah, it took us four hours just to figure out Greg wasn't here. <laughs> we were just waiting on him. The man doesn't take up an inconsiderate amount of space. Um, yeah, so I think I'd come home one day and she'd be like, "Can you just take the trash out?" And I would snap. And just use it 15 times in a row. And be like, now look what you've done. Now look and you'll be 60 pounds heavier. <laughs> 30 pounds, I guess, because it's not the return trip. you're that's getting fatter. <laughs> Where are you even going? To the next room and back. <laughs> it's like a, you turn on Goose's glute before her very eyes. Yeah, I feel like Willy you... Wonka what? The, uh, the emergency uses would be the, the most. Like mm. you're about to get hit by a bus, teleport away, gain two pounds. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah if you're in like a tra- like an accident's about to happen or something. You'd just be like... Oh yeah, what if you're on a plane and it started going down? You'd be like, well, later, later. <laughs> People would think it was the rapture. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, the pilot was taken too. I guess yeah. this young man, where everyone else is a sinner. Yeah, 
No, they'd know me. They'd be like, no, yeah. there's no way. There's something else happening. This guy can t- clearly teleport. <laughs> People would find out too, right? Is it a secret necessarily? You'd probably be a big deal. Like, I, can, I, yeah. I can teleport anywhere, but I gain two pounds every time I do it. Mm-hmm. I think the idea That's is smart. That, it'd be a yeah. news story every time you teleport. Like, oh, yeah. he, he did it again. <laughs> what, would you, did. what would your name be, though? You'd have to have a cool like superhero name. Teleporter. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> That's cool. But like, or, you know. Yeah. Like teleport or. Not teleport. Tim, what would your superhero name be if you were a teleporter? Well, see, it has to include the fact that you gain weight. Obese teleportation, man. That's Very good. literal. Oh, very literal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How about um, tele- teleporker? Yeah. Oh, oh there you go. Perfect. That's good. Nailed it. That's it. That's it. That's what it's there is I want to do answer. that. If I had that name, I would... <sighs> I think I earned it. Yeah, I would just jump up a bit and jump just in. be like, fuck it, I'm teleporting all the time. Do you need I'm more damn teleporter. No, but that's the other thing, too, is like, if you had that ability... You would probably transcend cool. So would you need to necessarily worry about your appearance, especially as a guy? Like, you'd be able to teleport in and out of banks, steal money, right? Like that one movie oh, yeah. that I can't think about right now. Jumper. Jumper, thank oh, you. there's all sorts yeah, of weird like, shit you can do. Yeah. And you could just get lipo every single time you do it. You're scheduled lipo every Monday. You just go in there and get those two pounds sucked out. But is there no, no, no you way? Can't I mean, do that. It's, it's, so, there, like, the two pounds... It'd be, what? it'd be a different two pounds that you could have sucked out. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just getting my. I'm just getting the. T- I mean, I got a good that, twenty you pounds can maintain, on me right now. Right? Like yeah, you could. Just, you're just always taking a different two pounds away. But I feel like I feel like you have mm. like some pounds. Not all pounds are created equal. Mm. You know, I feel like there's some pounds you need. Like yeah, but we had you can't just like, get rid of it the, because then eventually it, your your the pounds, the pounds that you're are, gaining, the rest of your pounds are like bones and shit. You know what I mean? You can't get rid of those pounds. Mm. The pounds are separate but equal. Hmm. What? <laughs> this is an interesting question. I think. As as I got older, I'd be more and more willing to use it. Yeah. You know, you, you have more you of, less a, of a fuck. Yeah, your 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 body's just falling apart, and you're like, whatever, another two pounds. Throw mm. I'm going to Germany. Yeah. Can you take someone with you, like Jumper, yeah. where you hold on to them and they go with you? I don't think that's how it works. See, that's, no. that's, that's probably they, they, they would always be gaining it, too. Yeah, that's fine. Because I'm just Do really... Do choose where they gain it? <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Oh, okay. Well, then, I don't know. This is not all it's cracked up to be. I have no, a situation going sense. on right now where I get to fly for free, and it's awesome. But it's not so awesome because only I get to fly for free, and I can't bring anyone. Why with do you me. get to fly for free? Long story that I don't want to say on the show. He's <laughs> but sleep- it's cool. He's sleeping with the flight attendant. Um, but it sucks not being able to bring people, and I'm just like, well, shit, this becomes kind of useless now. So the whole teleporting thing, I don't think I'd be using it for like, hmm. you know, vacation stuff. It'd be more for like business. Hmm. Like bank robbery. Yeah, stuff. bank robbery. Yeah. Yeah. By business, you mean crime. Yeah. Just What's interesting homicide. about this story is that at, at, at first glance, it's very simple, but it becomes much deeper. Mm-hmm. Deeper, deeper, deeper That's ever the, yet. It's the genius of Tyroot. Oh, God. It's it's it's, sim- it's simplicity <laughs> at its most complex. Well, see, that's the thing. Is, I would love to hear Tyroot's answer because he is a beautiful man. Yeah. And I, I can see no two way. pounds ruining no him. No way Ty, Tyroot's doing that. The man has abs, like they look literally like this table. His abs have abs. <laughs> His abs have abs. His abs have veins that I didn't know. I'm like, did you get those put in? Like those aren't real. Like no one has veins. That's veins there. in the wrong place. <laughs> like every time he fl- like he'll turn like oh like to catch a football or something with his shirt off, and I'm just like. You just Footballs bleep. are just constantly yeah. being thrown at Tyroot. <laughs> well, and he's catching them. I mean, he's catching you, you look that good shirtless. You're just getting football thrown at so, you constantly. So they're like, you want, you want me to throw this football at you, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, shirtless guy, here's the football. Yeah, thanks, man. I needed it. Um, what the hell are we talking about? I don't oh, know. We're Ty, t- no, no, no way. No way. No way he's going to do it. No way. Ty is just, he's like. He won't take any any extra weight? I don't think he would. Because also it's Ty. Like, he's just one of those guys that you'll be like, Ty, I'm going to freaking thailand or something he'll be like all right man have fun and he just shows up and you have no idea how he got there 
He's like, oh man, I maybe had he's it. had this, and maybe he loses two pounds every time. Oh, he's trying to throw why. us off his trail right now. That's probably why. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly mm. right. I don't know. Very complex. Figured out, Tyroot. It's very complex. Very complex. What do you think? What can we answer for Greg? Do you think we could? Answer? Greg, team fat. Are you yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg like, would yeah, bring him on, right? Greg would do it as an excuse for why he's losing all this weight and slowly not becoming team fat anymore. He's, he's not. You know, he's a he's a quitter. Yeah, we we have some strife between he and he and I right now mm. because he's ordering salads and <laughs> eating only one portion of food. Do you think that's is it is it Colin who ordered? What did you order? You ordered the chicken sandwich. Combo meal, yeah. a Burger King, and a Whopper also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm dedicated. I'll work out really hard in the morning. That's, why, that's the only reason. Like When I went to the doctor last week or a couple weeks ago, uh, they weighed me, and they're like, you're 10 pounds lighter than you were last year. And they're like, did okay. you, did you, are you eating better? And I'm like, no. I'm eating just as bad as I always did. And they're like, you're exercising? And I'm like, yes. I'm exercising really hard in the morning. It's good. It's good. And then they're like, yeah, you're 10 pounds lighter. I'm like, sweet. So I can good. have my cake and eat it too. Literally. Mm-hmm. Damn. Literally. It's good for you. But as far as Greg, I don't know. I, I feel like he could use it as a crutch to, to rejoin, you know, get out of the minor league with Team Fat. <laughs> Come back and be our cleanup hitter like he used to be. Or he's so proud of his new physique because everyone's telling him how skinny he is all the time that maybe he's, he's reluctant. Plus, Greg doesn't like to travel. Greg travels, but he doesn't really like to travel. Mm. He won't go international anymore. When he went to Japan, he went for fun last year. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time he went overseas in like years. If you pay attention to IGN, he doesn't go on any international trips. Yeah. Um, so I think he's the least susceptible of all of us to use it. Might be true. Which is interesting. I would, yeah. I'd, I'd agree. I think. You, should we call him? Or is that cheating? No, don't call him. Well, maybe we'll call him for another topic. We I don't want to waste it on this uh, on this topic necessarily. <laughs> if we feel like we can get a better answer out of him later. If you don't feel that way. Then you call him right now. All right, it's a no, risk. I think we it's get, risk reward. I, I think, I think it's based not on the uh, on the quality of the topic, but the number of topics. I feel bad because he's on like a vacation of some sort, right? The man never takes any time off. I, can't, I don't even know. What yeah, the hell but I call Greg and bother him all the time. That's true. But I don't <laughs> want to bother him with work. I mean, you get anxiety about this sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to unpack. A lot to unpack. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that saying. Been hearing that a lot lately. You know what? Lots you you started it in my brain. Yeah. Most of the sayings, like, oh my god, if I. Keep talking. I'll think of the other thing I say. I I vacillate a lot. Oh, vacillate. Mm, Vacillation is really a good word. And my wife was like, vocabulary. where did you get the term <laughs> vacillate from? And I was like, you know, sometimes I want to do this, but I don't want to do the other thing. You know, I vacillate a lot. I vacillate a lot. And she's like, you vacillate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like this close from asking me to spell it, and I just I won't be able to. There are certain words that are Colin Moriarty words. Uh, myriad Myri- is mm-hmm. another one. Yeah. Now, I can't take too much credit for me. This goes so far back, as you might know. Myriad was originally a Mark Ryan word mm. that I co-opted mm. because we used to talk about, is it a myriad of... Because you can use it in two different ways. You can say, like, I have a myriad of books on my shelf. Or you can say, I have myriad books on my shelf. That sounds and that's, and yeah, and are that's they both right, or are they, yeah, they're both right. Okay, and and that's how the word became like we used to use it as a joke, and then I just actually started using it every. That day. second one sounds like bullshit. The second oh, one? The no, second one I have myriad. More I have, correct to me, really? I have myriad. I have myriad things. I have myriad. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. It's a, yeah, so yeah. I can take credit for that, but it's not really my word. It's a good word. It's a great word. One could just use variety, but you, you could, like myriad. Plethora. Plethora is a good word. Well, yeah. When I write a lot, I use a few words to describe a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Deluge. Deluge, great word. Lit- Why? Litany. Why are you pronouncing it? Is, is it deluge? I don't know. I just say deluge. Okay. <laughs> it's Colin, Colin, by niche. the way. Or ni- I say niche, and everyone's like, it's niche. Like, no. Niche, Colin niche. has a yeah, we special... Say it's, the Europeans say niche. Yeah. 
but I'm not. I'm technically no both are fine. I say Nishé. I yeah, don't say that's Nishé. good. There's no accent in goo on the E though. That's that's something. Yeah, but like Nick Lachey. Hmm. I like Nishé. I like to say niche just to pitch people off like there's a T in there somewhere. Just to pitch niche. people. I think. Well, that's what a lot of people. That's what niche. a lot of Americans say. Yeah, they're niche. Uh, I will note. I have noticed though, Colin, that you. And I don't know that you do it on purpose, but I think there is a certain style to the way you mispronounce things sometimes. Like that Mar- is like Mario, or he? No, I, there's like you don't say thanks. You say thanks sometimes, and thanks. I see it in your eye that you thanks. know you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's happening. People have said sometimes that I, I just say, to piss Greg off. <laughs> thanks. I mean, that's the. I mean, there's. What's the one word where people people commented on it? I can't remember what it is. Where it might be a th word where like people are like, you're not even, even remotely saying that right. And it's like an everyday word. I'm like, that's just the way I say it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe that's what's funny. You've never been to Long Island. You don't know how we talk. Sometimes you say things, and I'm like, (laughs) no one says it like that. (laughs) And I'm not saying this is an insult. It is you. Like some words and some the way you pronounce certain words are just uniquely, I guess, unique. Uniquely unique to you. You just—they're just so Colin. And the more I get to know you, as the years go on, the more I'm just like, I need a thing like that. Nick, are you kidding me? You have a million things like that. No, I need that. I you need have to be your able own to vocabulary. Like I do. It, there's <laughs> people can say things you say, and it's like Nick, instantly. Yeah. So much like skadoosh. Yeah, I love skadoosh. It's like, oh, that's Kung Fu Panda. No, it's not. It's Nick Scarpino. Yeah, I stole it from Kung Fu Panda. Skosh. Skoshy. Yeah, a little skosh. When I met your brother, and he said that shit. I was like, oh my god. I didn't even know him. I wasn't even introduced to him yet. And he said that. And I was like, oh. Oh. You're a Scarpino. You literally walked in. You were at Comic-Con, right? Yep. No, yeah. it was oh, at E3. three. And E3. That's what it was, yeah. And, and you're like... I haven't introduced him yet. And he said that was, it. That was the funniest thing. He's like, I met your brother, I think. And I'm like, how did you know my brother? He's like, he said, skosh. Can you move over a skosh? And, I'll, and he, you must be an ex-Scarpino's brother. It was very true. Yeah. He's a Patreon subscriber. Oh, God bless him. Yeah, he's an awesome, he's a good man. He's an awesome Very nice guy. man. Very nice man. One thing I I picked up from you, Colin, was saying like I haven't I haven't done X in a minute. Like, oh man, I haven't heard this song in a minute. Yeah, that's just that's just, I, that's I, just how I do it. I got that from you. That's just how I do it. The thing I got from you is the mm, 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 that started as a joke mm, too, and I actually, actually yeah. started doing that, and everyone's like, "Why are you doing that?" That's a very Japanese thing. I, yeah, I, it, it is. It to, is a very Japanese. To acknowledge thing. that you're listening, mm-hmm. to someone. That, mm, mm. Yeah, like there's certain guys like I love Hideo Baba, who's a uh, like an OG at Bandai Namco, he, he directs all that the Tales games, and he does that, and it makes it seem really like he's very engaged. Mm-hmm. He really is, like like super engaged in what you're saying. And it makes mm-hmm. you feel good when you talk to him, mm-hmm. Because he's like he's. I think he understands English, but I think you know, like some Japanese people that understand English can speak a little bit, but they're embarrassed to speak it, but they yeah. can still understand it, mm-hmm. and then they'll yeah. just speak to a yeah. translator. Yeah, um, I think Inafune is the same way or similar way, but. Um, yeah, I agree. I noticed that when I was there last time. I was like, yeah, it's very cool. We They just have a lot more respect for everything over there than we do. They're just the best. They really are. They're fantastic. They're the cats. I've also yeah. started doing this one. Sometimes when my wife asks me to do something that I don't really want to do, I'll do the call-in. I mean, I guess I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Or you just say no. Like, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't think so. Oh, Actually, you do, I do do this. I have adopted this one from you where I will just... Sometimes I and I know I'm gonna say yes to this thing eventually. In my brain, I'm like, you're gonna say yes to this, but I want to be outwardly, like I want to just, I want it to be known that I don't want to do this thing. And I've adopted your way of saying it. No, no, absolutely not, absolutely not. <laughs> like, there's no, no question in my brain. This is happening. It's pretty awesome. All right, well, that was a good topic. Thank you, Damon, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. batting lead off on this episode of the Game of Reggae Show. Nick, yes. You're up. Am I correct, Tim? Yes, yes, yes. you're correct. This I'm really awesome. enjoying this. Behind mm. the curtain, mm. 
Still not even sure what I think I go after you, Nick. Yeah, you yeah, go you next. Do. Thank you. Well, my question and my topics uh, always come from Twitter. Remember, if you want a topic on the Game of Grey show, please tweet at me, Nick underscore Scarpino, and sometimes I will read your topic, like at Matamur, M-A-T-A-M-U-R. Did I say M-A-T, that? M-A-T, what is it? M-A-T-A-M-U-R. Matamur. Yeah, Matamur, Matamur. Cool. Yeah, Ask this question. Why do Americans hate Florida? As a Canadian, I've always wondered, do we hate Florida? I love this topic. I don't I don't personally hate Florida. Some people disparage it. Some people disparage the South a lot. Yeah, but is that a thing, though? America's hating Florida? No, but we, we we maybe like laugh at it because it just seems like a lot of crazy shit goes down yeah. in Florida. Absolutely. It's mm. like the way a lot of crazy shit goes down in Russia. Mm. Like you just see all these crazy videos... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just kind of like that same sort of thing. Just crazy Florida videos, like yeah. Well, like I mean, they, I mean, there's a, there's a 25 <clears throat> season Florida video called Cops, mm. and uh, <laughs> on to one video. Yeah. 25 <laughs> seasons. I mean, think about it, like Cops takes place everywhere, but yeah, rarely in the north, and usually it seems like it's in Florida. That makes and, sense. And. Uh, I always think so. Cops is cops specifically is funny to me. I always talk about this because I think I spoke to someone about in Europe about it once, um, or that was European here in the states. That like for a lot of people overseas that maybe aren't super familiar with the United States, maybe they 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 you know they consume our movies and our music and TV. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of like reality, so called reality TV, they see cops and they think that that's what it's like. That is you know, kind of what it's like. There, are, but there are people that's just like the fucking like cops are just a fucking wild west. Like everyone's just beating the shit out of each other and stealing mm-hmm. shit and running away. Yeah. It's like, when you think about it in the context of overseas viewers, it's really funny. Because we know, it's like, oh, that's just a backwater place or bullshit, some, some yeah. you know, just a few people that they're making in this whole place look bad. But overseas, right. where maybe they don't have that context, it's like, no, what, these motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but think about the, our main exports as far as TV goes to other places. Like, we, we have to export the things that translate best. That's why action movies do really well in countries that don't speak English because they're mostly predominantly action, right? Explosions. So, yeah, you got cops. You probably got the Kardashians because they're not saying anything really that anyone needs to listen to. Mm. That's it. I mean, those are the two two shows. Cops and Kardashians. That's it. We should make that show. Cops and Kardashians? Kardashian cops. cops Oh my God, that's even better. Cops with a K? Cops with a K? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, Keystone cops. Yeah. So, 38 moments that prove just how crazy Florida is. So, enraged wife stabs husband with ceramic squirrel because he didn't buy beer. Man who exposed himself tells police, I was just airing out my penis. (laughs) 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 Drunk Florida man tries to use taco as ID. Florida man accused of attacking girlfriend with banana. After lightning strike, snake bite, and monkey attacks, Florida man's gruesome shark bite is latest brush with death. So it goes on and okay. on. It's just like this seems to happen a lot in Florida. Yeah. So people don't hate Florida. They're it's just, just like, they're why, fucking crazy. why is so many crazy things happening in this one state? That's I've only, insane. I've only been to Florida once. I went for a buddy's wedding. And it was during spring break. And having gone there and spent about... We, we were there for a while. We were there for about four days. Having been to, in Florida at the heat of spring break... There's nothing to hate about. Yeah, no, I was there for WrestleMania once, and it was at a good time. And there was a lot of butts, a lot of good butts. butts. Lot, and they're they're very. uh, A lot of the women there, and and men, I should say, are not ashamed at all to show their bodies off. Nor should they be. Um, A lot of a lot of good looking people there. A lot of people that, you know, I don't, you know. I'm not gonna. Where am I gonna go with that? I hate just, when you just stop. I hate when you like, look at me. No, like, you're like you give me the eyebrow on that side so no one can see it. You're like, don't say what you're gonna say next. It's gonna ruin you forever. It's oh, fair enough, though. Yeah, there's no reason to hate Florida. Florida is awesome. I mean, let's Good let's weather. let's unpack it. 
Nick, as we, we, as we, we often we, say. Let's unpack it. <sighs> Right. Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The, what are the good things about Florida? I've been to Florida many times. On the east, I'm from New York, so on the East Coast, it's easier to get to Florida. A lot of people go to Florida. I've been to Florida maybe ten times, and I've always had a good time there. Disney World's in Florida, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, and Universal. Come on now. No one hates Florida. The, the keys are really nice. The, the 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 beaches are awesome. If you go up, you know, you go to Tampa. Guess you can go to Tallahassee, or Jacksonville, if you want. Jacksonville, the the home of Nate Ahern. Yep. Uh, it's it is a it is a strange place because I'm saying like it's so like I really feel like maybe he's conflating Florida with just the South, mm. and I always kind of was mystified by and a little perturbed by like how everyone seems to pick on the South all the time because it's just a little different down there, and maybe Florida is just so deep in the South, so very deep. Mm. How deep? Deeper than how Atlantis. deep is it? Uh, that's a reference to an old. What, what, what was the the um. There was. This is going so far back that no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. On Game Show Network, I used to watch a. a, a what the hell was it? It was like a show from the '70s where the host would say something and the crowd would say like, it's "Like the Gong Show or something." Yeah, something like that. Where like that was their thing. Where they'd be like, "She was so fat. How fat was she?" There's like a big tradition. I don't, I don't know. Some, someone will know in the comments for sure. Absolutely, someone will know. Um, Tim, you just missed out on so much. Yeah, I did. I mean. I don't know, actually. Did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. No, because I you know, can get it all on Netflix right now if I, you want. The reason I know so much about old like 60s, 70s, early 80s game shows specifically is I used to work as a landscaper in Boston. And on I worked at a landscaper for like several what years. What did that consist of? And uh, uh, Mowing lawns and raking and, and snow removal and stuff. But putting when down was ra- sod. Putting down sod. sod, yes, sod. Planting bulbs mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Raking leaves. Uh, but when it was raining... We had like an, they had like an apartment, like an office that was an apartment and everyone would just chill because like you can't really do any work. And they, we just watched the fucking game show network all day. And I swear to God, I watched 500 hours of the game show network when I, like over like two and a half Did years. you watch a lot of Prices Right? Was that on the game show network? No, that's too, almost too new. Like oh, this was like, okay. the newest thing they had on there was literally like, uh, press your luck, which is like mid eighties. But most of it was like original Family Feud mm-hmm. and oh, the, Family and Feud. Password and like the sixty four thousand dollar pyramid and all Survey, this like random. Oh man, yeah, you're wrong. You're the dating idiot. game was the dating, the dating game. game. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the newlywed uh, game. Uh, yes, uh, but like the one from the sixties, like the really creepy one, where they had like you couldn't see the other person, or was it well, the dating that, game? That was the dating game. Wasn't yeah, it? It was well, like yeah, the newlyweds you could see one. each other. Yeah, okay, and also of course uh, love connection. Newlyweds was the one where they ask you questions about each other and see yeah. if you can get them right. Like, what's his favorite color? What's his favorite? Uh, We're gonna do that one day for us. Yeah, we, we should. were always yeah. talking about that. That's a, really, that's a really, that's a really funny nail idea. All of yeah. yours, I, I, us two versus. That's no, two. They're that's, gonna kill. They're gonna crush us. Are These you guys, me? they basically live. They're the same person. Yeah, so. I know, but we just believe. You know, that's true. Twenty sixteen. I'm a believer. Scarpino Gettys. I'll tell you this right one now. One love. If you yes. believe in love, happiness, and prosperity, if you believe in making sure that the world is not oppressed and monkeys you should vote for Scarpino Gettys 2016 I love all the orangutan pictures they're amazing oh they're awesome please keep those coming those make my day mm-hmm. they're mascots the one that's of someone... an orangutan named Cheetos it's mm. not a mascot He's our head. Of he's state. our head of state. Head of state. <laughs> I'm thinking about maybe he's your, he's your regent. He might actually become the head of Secret Service. I'm not quite sure, or maybe the CIA. We're not. We're not. Look, one or the other. All three. He can. Did you see it. the one that someone composited him in, like photoshopped him in right between Greg and Colin? And he, it was like spot on. <laughs> I was like, he should just be here. Where is he? I don't know. Damn it! You guys find him. Let, let us know. Tweet at us. So I mean, what, what do you guys think? I mean, what do you guys think about this topic? Is it just overblown? Because like I, Damon was saying, there is some serious shit going on in Florida. Yeah, but I'm pretty I mean, sure I, if you googled crazy shit and then anywhere. 
There's going to be a lot of really crazy stories. But that, that is a lot. Those are kind of weird. This is actually, a, thing. It's actually a thing with Florida. I would, mm. I would go on a limb and say that you can find crazier stories out of New York. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Because like, they, they Or San Francisco. Only in New York. Yeah. There's no like Big Apple in Florida. You know, like. That's true. That's true. It's not really a highly condensed population like New York is. It's not really fair. But San Francisco, I've seen some weird stuff here, too. I remember my first oh, beta yeah. breaker. Well, so yeah. I was like, There's some weird ass shit here. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like San Francisco because it's it's too damn liberal. Like when I first moved up here, I well, thought it was going to be a bunch I mean, of liberal hippies. Dude, there's something to that. Around. Like, I you know I I'm from Kansas, yeah. so I was like always the liberal one in my family, group of friends and stuff. But like now, when I moved out here, I started feeling kind of conservative. I was just like, <laughs> You're like, wow, yeah. these guys show me up. Yeah, this is liberal got a muck. Yeah, right in San Francisco. Like San Francisco is a cool town, but it's got so many issues that it just brought upon itself. That's the thing that's really frustrating to me. And continues to bring upon itself. Yeah, it's just, the city's kind of just like a mess. I mean, it's, it's, it just, it's not even the liberalism. It's just, it's just the cartoon nature of it that was born out of the liberalism. Because there really is a cartoon component to San Francisco. I mean, in general. Yeah, Hate Street's a cartoon. Every damn house, every other house is like painted some sort of cartoonish color anywhere, anywhere you go. Because there's no rhyme or reason to it. God forbid you don't let someone paint their house with like fuchsia. If they don't want, you know, any self-respecting suburb would have a neighborhood committee. Oh, you have to you gotta have a homeowners association. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, people. This is conservatism. Conservatism at its best. Oh, God, I can't even get that word out. Conservatism. Conservatism at its best. What I do like about San Francisco's liberalism is that it shrieks on libertarian, which is what I am. And it, it, yeah. it is a very live and let live city. Like unless you're really fucking with someone, they're not going to do anything to you. I mean, I mean like. Walking just down Hate Street for five blocks is evidence enough that you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh yeah, we can like right now if we wanted to just take our all of our clothes off and go back. Yeah, for they're money. all airing out their pieces. Fine, we're just airing out. Our that penises. just doesn't even make the news. Yeah, that's... literally everyone outside of Shady McDonald's is standing in hate. Shady airing, McDonald's. Airing that Shady their... McDonald's. Yeah, that's yeah. that is Shady McDonald's. <laughs> Wait, which... I have never walked in like in seven and a half <laughs> years of the standing in hate. And, yeah. The one at the end of hate, <laughs> right where the the park starts. Yeah, there's a McDonald's there, there's the McDonald's. and that is that is. The shadiest location of all time. That's so funny you say that. I think the one that's near IGN is the shadier McDonald's. Oh no way! No, yeah. I mean, dude, because what makes what makes what's so San Francisco and shady about shady McDonald's that's standing in hate is that in seven and a half years <laughs> I walked by the McDonald's scores of times, scores of times, never once, and I'm being serious, never once have I ever walked by there and not been offered weed or mushrooms, yes, or yeah. LSD, ever. I would say it's not shady McDonald's. It's drug deal McDonald's. It's drug, it's, There's always drugs there. Yeah. Always. Oh, just so like, many drugs. At, the at, other one near <laughs> us is shadier. You you run the risk of dying, getting shanked anytime you go to the one near IG. I only go there what? at lunch, so I'm, I'm, I'm never I'm, felt I'm, in danger I'm, I'm at that like, McDonald's. Oh, it's bad. I thought that I go to that McDonald's very often. I've only been to that McDonald's a handful of times, mostly after drinking. So yeah. my perception of the world around me is probably somewhat more cheery than it normally is. Uh, but I will say nothing compares to that shady Burger King we were at tonight. Oh my god, that was a that was that was pretty shady. That's a place, dude. Yeah. The shady is that what is that on Ninth uh, and Harris or Harrison? Is it Harris? Harrison. Uh, Harrison. Ninth hmm. and Harrison. It's the it's the here's the combo. You've been here. I've I've driven you to yes. this place. Yes. It's the Chevron slash Burger King slash, slash Starbucks, Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally has more like vagrants outside of it than I have ever seen in my entire life outside of anything, and they're persistent. Like, they will spot you inside. They will follow you as you walk, and because it's all glass, so they can just follow you. Yeah, and they can sort of wait for you to get your burger, <laughs> get the gas, then they get go the back, burger, get the coffee. You get, yeah, you go back to get the coffee, and then they just like, boom, they like get on you. Like, I'd, I'd like some change. Watch your phone. I'd like some change. Thanks. It's gorilla glass, but good looking out. No, I just don't want you to. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I got this thing. Has to Why risk me? 
has to last me because I'm I'm on the S generation. Mm. I'm me like too. a bastard. Done fucked up. I did. What's sad is my wife's on the regular on generation. The, at least you're not on the C generation. Are you? Yeah, that's a bad yeah. generation to be on. I just don't think anybody about the the five C. That was the cheap one, the ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones that look like gumdrops. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I don't know where do we want to leave in Florida. Great, Weird. great state. Great yeah. state. Great state. Yeah, yeah I like good it. I like it. Oh, apparently, getting a bad, great rap. looking people. You know, amazing stories. Good weather. Mm-hmm. Those are good stories. Yeah, it's good things Some going on. Like in Florida. Good friends are from Florida, mm-hmm. and they're great if, people. If those kinds of things weren't happening, the world would be a much more boring place. Yeah, I agree, and and I'm so glad there are. Yeah, Most yeah. people in Florida, they're all ours. Yeah. I mean, isn't that sort of sorry, our, Canada? Sorry, yeah, Canada. You're you're all just sorry to let you down, buddy. normal nice people. What was his name, Mister Magoo, or something like that? Mister Magoo. Nope, yeah, I don't think it was that's what it was. I wanted to be Mister Magoo now. <laughs> Thank you for the uh, question, Mister Madame Maru. No, Madame 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 Maru. I wish that was uh, <laughs> that's cool. Skidamarinky Dinky Dink. It sounds oh like a, it sounds like a lyric in that. Did you ever watch any Mister Magoo? No. I mean, I know that was that's the blind guy. Yeah, well, he's just old and he can't see very well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So shenanigans ensue because he can't yeah. see that he his, the telephone is not an ice cream cone and he's looking uh, at it. Yeah, like how long can that shtick go on? How many seasons was that on? I don't know, but this is like during the 60s. So they really... They really they made a 90s movie out of it too. Did they do they it? Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Yeah. He, they did like a live action Mr. Magoo? Yeah. This is foggy to me, but I Leslie think... Leslie Nielsen did it. so weird because he's so good. Maybe that was funny though. Well, he did lots of... He did lots now, of... What was the one with the really, vampire when he was the vampire? Dead yeah. and loving it? Dead and loving it. Yes, it was. That's amazing that you remember that. Yeah, I remember renting it. Not a good movie. Also, just watch the Transylvania 65000. Not a good movie. If you've never heard of it, don't Is that Jeff Goldblum? Yes. And Ed Bagley Jr. Does Jeff Goldblum play Jeff Goldblum in it? Yes. Jeff Goldblum plays Jeff Goldblum in everything. Uh, That's uh, the best part about Jeff Goldblum. uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I don't like this. Right. As, as viewers like of the Game Over Greggy, the Game Over Greggy show know, my whole hypothesis is that Independence Day and Jurassic Park take place in the same universe and the doctors and them are the, are the same character. He plays the same fucking character. I don't think you've ever brought that up on the show. <laughs> really? No, I, I definitely don't think before. you have. Oh, no. So, Independence Day. So, Jeff Goldblum's character in Independence Day and in Jurassic Park, same person. I don't know how you can watch those movies and act like those are different characters. He's, he's They're the same fucking character. He survives it's both Jeff movies, Goldblum. right? Yeah, yeah, he just survived both. Yeah, he was in the second Jurassic Park, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in, like the main I didn't character. See the second one. No same. I'm telling you, Doctor. What's his name? Doctor. No, Doctor Malcolm's the main. Kev, character. look that up and let us know. Is Jurassic World going to be good? It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I didn't see my thing. Is I I, I love Jurassic Park. Uh, that was one of those rare movies where I'm like. I got really into Michael Crichton for a while. I don't know why, but they had a string of movies that came out that was like Rising Sun, Jurassic Park. What was one about the pandemic? Or the, there was Congo. There was Congo, which was the oh, other one. Maybe there was, that was Sphere, which was I think maybe the one you're thinking yeah. of. But that's yeah, that's Michael Crichton. Also, they had these amazing like every year there was, was a Michael good. Crichton. He was a good writer. Movie that came out, and I remember thinking, oh my god, I love these movies. And it was one of the first times I'd ever read the book before seeing the movie, mm. which actually made me not like Jurassic Park as much because the book's a little bit better. Just got more stuff to it. Then Jurassic Park Two comes out, and I just I don't even think I saw it for some reason. Oh, the Lost really? World! I never oh. saw two or three. Yeah. What? I, I, I've caught parts of it, and every single time you ever have that weird thing where like you've only seen something one time and only one part of it, but then every time it's on, it's that part of it. Is it the part where the trailer, the damn trailer thing's dropping? And then yeah. I figured out finally, you know why? Because that takes up the entire second half of the movie. <laughs> like it is literally that trailer is falling off that cliff. For a good seventy-two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that scene is—it's very memorable, though. It's it's so what was the bad. one? Was it the second one or the third one where the girl was like a gymnast? That's the first. No, that's the second one. Yeah, that and was. She kicks the raptor. Yeah, and she boosts the raptor in the head. Like that's like the, the like before the, they go the, to San Diego. Yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah, the I, second yeah, one I remember enjoying it because I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and uh, it was awesome. And then I remember seeing the third one being a little let down. And then recently, I got in a huge fight with my friend, and. Who's Kevin? 
and uh, he uh, he was something. He's like, dude, the second one fucking sucked, and the third one was definitely better. I'm like, hell no. And so we we're trying to rank them, and then I rewatched them all. I'm like, damn, you were so right. Like, three's not bad. Three's actually which okay. one is three the one where it actually hits the city? The no, tri- that the T Rex. See, that, that, that is my problem with two. When does that happen? That's is that it. before or after the trailer falls? It's after the trailer. <laughs> The only thing I remember Three's about three, not bad. I remember two things about three. Three, I saw with my my. I dated a girl for a long time in high school. We went to that together. That's all I remember about that movie. And the, the three was a scratch mark. That's what I remember. I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's all yeah. I remember. I don't remember a goddamn <laughs> thing about that movie. Not one thing. I don't know why. There's a lot of pterodactyls in that one. Who's in? Is it uh, Pratt? Is he in Jurassic World? Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That guy's on fire. It is right Chris now. Pratt. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be in every big movie for the next few years. Yeah. No, Kevin just said no. Kevin, what are you saying no to? Oh, okay. So, it, sorry, it was Doctor David Levinson in Independence Day. Okay, We're yeah. checking on to see if it's the same okay. doctor. It's not. It's definitely not literally because they wanted to change the names, but it's obviously the same. <laughs> Maybe he had to change his, his oh, identity. Yeah. We're che- checking. Check into, into some it. trouble. Mm-hmm. Check into it. I will. All right. That was a good topic. That was a great. I enjoyed topic. that topic. Now, Tim, it's my yes. turn, right? It is your turn. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not smart enough to keep up with. I love it. This. All right, so my topic is this. It's a complex show, by the way. You're doing a great job. Thank I want you. I'm you to trying my hardest. I'm really, really giving it all. My, I'm really giving my all. You're a close, if not like you're you're like a really close second to Greg right now. Thank you. I appreciate that. Eyes. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Isn't it uh, Doctor Ian Malcolm? Ian Malcolm. Okay, so I was right. I thought Ian Malcolm was the older guy, but he is Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's, it's the same. Thank you, Kevin. It's the same. It's the same character. We all know that. So my topic is. 90s music. Now, we were talking a little bit about this um, earlier, Damon and I. Now, Damon and I are both musicians, and we're really in the music, and we both have a, a soft spot for the 80s, but we also have a very soft spot for the 90s, and I was remarking that with 90s music, the fact that that's in vogue now, and people are like, oh, I love the 90s. I'm like, wasn't it the 90s like two days ago? And then I start to be like, I'm old. I'm really old now. It's 2014. It's almost 2015. The 90s were 15 years ago. The end of the nineties, yeah, end of the nineties. So it's like the nineties are twenty years ago, like yeah, the president of the United States and all that. That was twenty years ago. Stuff happened at the end of the nineties, man. I mean, you're talking like Clueless was late nineties. No way, no Clueless was ninety five. That's like yeah, no, straight up mid nineties. Okay, well, can't hardly wait. Was like yeah, that was ninety. Pokemon, Pokemon was in the nineties. Pokemon was ninety five, ninety five, ninety six. You're talking about the movie Pokemon. Which one are you talking about? The game didn't come out in ninety eight. Yeah. It came America, out in 98. Oh, really? I thought, it was, thought it, I just thought it was earlier than that. Sorry. November 98. So, like, what are your... Like, I, I guess I just want to talk about... Because I really love 90s alt rock and, like, you know, I was a rap rock and all that kind of stuff. But I just feel like with a lot of different genres, there's good stuff happening. Hip-hop, like, a lot oh, of man. really a lot of really yeah. excellent stuff. So, like, what are your remembrances of 90s music and what are some of your favorite bands and songs? Maybe some of your least favorite band songs. I also think some of the worst music comes from the 90s, i.e. Yeah. the Macarena or something like that. <laughs> sure. Um, was Linkin Park... I, I'm pretty sure there were 2000. No, the hybrid there was 2000. Oh, man. But so Limp Bizkit was coming up in 311. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like significant other. When was, was Oasis? Oasis was in the 90s, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. They were fan, great. I'm a fan of the 90s. Oh, man. 90s had like the... Wonderwall, that was that was that such was a, a song. I oh think that song. people don't remember the '90s as fun. Like people in our generation, Tim, because you were like 40 years behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we. When you start thinking back of it, on it, like on a first glance, I'm like the '90s was not the best decade I've lived through. The '80s was awesome. Yes. So much cool stuff happened in the '80s. Like you know, TV started reigning supreme. All this stuff happened. Big blockbuster movies, they have and all that stuff. Then you think of the '90s is like in a dry spell, kind of. And then you start really digging into it, and there was a lot of great stuff that happened in the '90s. For sure, a lot of great stuff. For sure, let's dig into that. Let's, let's, the '90s is amazing. Let's unpack, let's, let's unpack, yeah, let's unpack Can we unpack that? We, yeah, we can. Absolutely. <laughs> First of all, Colin, like it's no secret who your favorite band is. Yeah, Three Eleven's my favorite. Three Eleven, and they come. I mean, so they. I mean, they, they. They were. We have to sing a Three Eleven song every time Colin says it. 
They were. They and were, I don't know any. So I just say this. <laughs> Beautiful disaster. Beautiful disaster. I don't even know that one. No, it does. Transistor, track four. <laughs> uh, so they were technically founded in 1988, but like they are, a, they are a 90s band mm, for it's, sure. I, I mean, just they like the they're a career band. Like they're still going today. Mm-hmm. Like they've made. Like this is their same career. lineup. They have their niche, niche. They have their things niche, they do. Like yeah, they tour twice a year, like yeah. every year. Like they sell out like, those tours. Yeah, I remember seeing them. They came to Irvine in like 2002, and I was like, "Damn, they are still going." Because at that point, I had thought they were kind of long in the tooth, but I guess they're still. Yeah, they're like, still what are they like seventy now? Not many bands. They're last like in their twenty five years. Yeah, they're like in their mid forty. I mean, they they their guitarist joined like replaced their other guitarist in like 1989, and they've been in the same. I thought you were gonna say same, their guitarist replaced his hip. I I just love that they're the same lineup because it's not the same. It's like Allison Chains like toured for a while. Let's talk about nineties bands. I mean, Allison yeah. Chains is awesome, but like Lean Staley died, and then they just replaced. The singer now, Jerry Cantrell can sing, and actually, like a lot of people don't realize that in a lot of their famous songs, he is singing. Like he's, in he Rooster. sings harmonies. Yeah. Well, like uh, I'll be broken by my master. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Like that's him singing. That's like one of the most iconic parts of anyone. Isn't that Wood? Isn't that off the single soundtrack? Speaking of a '90s movie, see, damn. So yeah, singles another great film. Like, so I always, like, so it, they kind of got away, but, like, that's always weird, but I like a band that tours, or, or it's like, I saw Journey a few years ago, and, they, and they're awesome, but, and the singer sounds just like, like, uh, the new singer, like, yeah, like, like, uh, Perry, see Perry, but it's not the same, you know, so I like a band that travels around, does that kind of thing, but, mm-hmm. so yeah, three of them, but, like, when I think about, I don't even think about them as a 90s band, because they kind of transcend for me, I think about Green Day, I think about No mm. Doubt, I think about Spin Doctors, I think about oh, man. Wow. Rage, I think about <laughs> Do you, remember, you ever think you the think, Toadies? Do you think Ska? Silverchair. Remember Ska? Oh, yeah, Ska was God, awesome. Because yeah. Ska kind of Boston Urge. Like, there was like a great Ska band. I'm just going to throw two, three words out. Squirrel Nut Zipper. Yeah, Squirrel Nut Zipper. That, that one record with Hell on it. Yeah, that's I, it. That that's was one of the last tapes I ever bought before I started buying CDs. Oh. You know who just put out a new record? Rancid. Yeah, Rant, oh, Rance wow. is awesome, right? dude. Uh, and Out Come the Wolves is like yeah, such that's, an that's awesome album. Yeah, record. That album is awesome. Yeah, that's with like Time Bomb, Ruby Soho, mm-hmm. Roots Radical. Mm-hmm. Really, really good songs. So there's like a lot of great... That It's just so dense with awesome music. Well, let's yeah, let's let's not skip over Faith No More. Oh, Faith No More, of course. Again, a band that started in the 80s, but really didn't come to prominence until... Yeah, 90, I guess, like, 91. The real I mean, thing was like 89. 89, yeah. But then uh, Angel Dust was yeah, 91. Which is their best so, record. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite It's crazy you're naming a lot of groups and a lot of types of music that I just skipped over completely. Like, it just... I well, think I was you were too the, young you at that to like get that. We get, yeah, but at that point, I didn't like rap and hip hop. So what to me, like 90s music is two very different things. Boy bands oh. and then hip hop. But the hip hop is mainly me going back yeah. in the 2000s, going back to the 90s. Because, yeah. What's the greatest boy band to come out of the 90s? Insane. That's, there's no I mean, question. that's the one that gave us Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah. He has staying power. Yeah. But, yeah, the 90s was the years of the boy band. Yeah. And I mean, they're still the kind of around, around, but they're stuff. all like... like it's a different... Now, now they're foreign boy now. bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now they just like, wear a lot of scarves. <laughs> there's always a lot of scarves. scarves. Like, every time I see a picture of a boy band, if it's more than four people, three of them have scarves. Mm. And they're like, they're, like, thing. they're like flowy. They're not, but they're in L.A. Like, you don't need a scarf in L.A. Yeah. Back of your neck's going to sweat the it, entire I don't think you can ever look at a boy band and they don't need anything. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like you, like uh, the, the guy from NSYNC didn't need the laces in his hair. Yeah. What was his <laughs> name, Chris? Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah, he was yeah. a badass. What, was, what about Spice Girls? Were they in- yes. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah, so Spice Girls, oh, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, uh, O-Town, 98 Degrees. Yeah, Nick Lachey. 
Um, yeah, 98 Degrees is like the, the forgotten. Well, not even because they're really obscure boy bands that had like one hit. Yeah, 98 Degrees, I'd say they're, they're, on, they're, they're like the B tier, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. say. They're, they're not the that B-tier. low. Well, what about New Kids on the Block? Is that more 80s? That's, that's 80s. 80s. That's yeah. 80s, yeah. but they, they, the they, they exist Some in the crossover 90s. Yeah, the early 90s. But I would consider them more like 88, 89. Because yeah. really then now common. they're doing the, the cruises. New kids on the Backstreet Boys, where it's them and Backstreet Boys doing a joint. like on on like a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah that's the new thing. Oh, all these bands are doing. Three Eleven does it. Bare Naked Ladies, like all these random bands, are like doing cruises like that are for their fans. They must make a ton of money. Oh, you know, okay, there's a do. there's a Kid Rock cruise every year. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I believe. Which is like thousands of rednecks on this on this cruise ship for a long weekend. Totally my hockey, my old hockey coach. Used how to crazy would that be? My old hockey coach used to love. Love, love Kid Rock. Who like, did? Uh, my old hockey coach in high school. Mm. He was like a, in his twenties. He's an awesome guy, and like, you know, he's just my he's name. Fucking is... love Kid Rock. <laughs> like he's like like I I still that's like it's still one of the things I remember most. Okay, let's stop. It. Let's stop for a second. Okay. We all loved Kid Rock when he came out. That first, I was that never, first, I was never I a fan. But I, I never bought that stuff. But that first record was pretty good. I knew some people that had that record. Uh, what was he? No, was he in another band first, or like how did he became? How did he become remember. famous? Was he just always I just Kid Rock? The only, no. thing, the only thing I remember I from no about idea. him was that he had the little guy in his band yeah. like, that died, and also Uncle Cracker was his DJ, who then oh spun God. off and did his own thing. That's the only thing I remember about Kid Rock, and like a few of his songs. I wasn't really annoyed, which was weird because he was kind of like rap rock, and I just wasn't really. You're a big rap rock, and oh, I wasn't. God. I just wasn't into it. I wasn't yeah. into it. The '90s was Rage. It was Rage is the machine. Oh, Rage yeah. is so good, dude. Yeah. I didn't even know. It was just I, like it's so hard for people to believe. Like I was so into Rage. Which is like hyper liberal, like socialist, like messages, and I love yeah. it. And I still listen to it today, and I'm like, man, they're so smart. You know, Tom Morello went to Harvard and stuff, so it's like they're they're smart guys. But I used to wear like rage shirts with like really provocative messages on them. I remember yeah. there was one shirt with like a nuns holding machine guns that I had or whatever. And I was like, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's nothing. There's no equivalent today. There's no like hyper political band like like Raging Against Machine. None that no. sell it, you know. Yeah, none that, like, none that are, like being played on Top 40s radio. Yeah, no, or none. Zach and he was just like screaming yeah. stuff, and you were like, "I believe that this guy believes what he's talking." about. Well, I feel like Lupe Fiasco is like the closest thing to that now. Like he's super. Is he? I guess yeah, I'm not familiar. Yeah. No, he like, I I can't believe he got away with some of the shit he says mm. on the radio and stuff, and like it's popular music, and he he just kind of says shit just to like start shit. So it's like, fuck that. But, I mean, it is super ridiculously political in a way that reminds me of Rage Against the Machine. Mm. It's just he doesn't know what he's talking about. So. Yeah, me and my Ramon. 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 Uh, my best friend from college. And I used to joke around that the FBI would always be in the crowd at, at, at Rage Against the Machine shows with like a folder just like writing yeah. things down. Like, Probably. Because they're just like, because these guys are like pretty militant. Um, yeah. But they're awesome. But yeah, I think I don't know. You got to go a little earlier, too. You guys are you guys are forgetting like a huge portion of. So you're talking about like grunge. Yeah. I mean, oh, sure, you, you yeah. think '90s? You got to think grunge. You got to think Pearl Jam. You got to think Nirvana. You've got to think, I guess, Soundgarden. I guess. So, yeah, Soundgarden, into, into who are just putting out a new album soon, I think. And then uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Mm. Oh, SDP. SDP. SDP's fucking uh, awesome. They're really dude. good. Right? The the Purple and Core yeah. are really yeah. good records. Especially I like Purple. purple. I, like, yeah, I like Purple more. A lot of people like Core more, but do you like the hidden track? The last hidden yeah. track on Purple. It's so good. They're, they're a spe- there's a special band. I was so happy I got to see them. That was like one of the I've bands where I didn't them. think it was like similar with Faith No More when I got to see them. Like I, I it was a band where I was like I thought I might have missed my chance. Mm-hmm. And then was Faith No More the band. What is yeah. this? Yeah. What is it? What is it? Yeah. Yeah, they're a San Francisco band too. And I yeah. saw them um at the, the Warfield a couple of years ago. <laughs> Cheryl's not even into them and I brought her with me and she was like, That was amazing. Because they, they it was just they opened with from out of nowhere and just like yeah. <laughs> fucking punched you in the face and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. And they're they're all old. They're yeah. like in their late forties, and they're still like the bassist who like you know plays all slap and like crazy. He's all bald now, and he's just like headbanging and like going nuts. Like, oh god, is... yeah. And then there was a uh, 
You got the Chili Peppers too. The yeah, Chili Peppers, yeah. excellent. excellent. They started excellent. technically in the eighties, though, right? Yeah, Mother's. They're another one of those eighties band yeah, that kind of made was, it in. It was Blood Sugar Sex Magic that blew up. Yeah, so that was like ninety under the bridge. God, that was so good, man. That was just like. That just makes me think of Point Break, which makes you think of fucking P. Swayze. Oh, 90s were a good Dude, time. Yeah. It makes you think of Point Break because they have bit parts in it. Yeah, Anthony Kiedis is in it. <laughs> he it's blows so his foot off. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah, they do have weird... I mean, they, and Fleas and Lebowski, <laughs> which is stuff. so weird. There's all these, like, weird... Is there? There's weird all these, like, How does that happen? They just have good agents that are like, you're Chili like, Peppers, you want to go in? I mean, yeah, I guess so. You're it's Chili crazy. Peppers. You want I, just like, who, I mean, if you're doing a movie in the 90s and, like, they're like, do you want Anthony Kiedis to be in your movie for, like, a bit part? I'm sure, why Fuck not? Yeah. It's like there are all these random movies where Henry Rollins has It's like he, yeah. He was in a lot. He was in like Johnny Mnemonic. You're like, what are you doing, Henry Wallace? He's like, yeah. you know, because he's super political. Yeah. He would just be like, have one part where he'd talk about how much of the machines are taking over. It's corporate America. And then he'd like kill someone. You're like, that's cool. Thanks, Henry Wallace. He's also a, a terrible uh, neo-Nazi in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, is he? Yeah. I haven't gotten through I haven't seen that show yet. I have watched it. Greg loves that show. Um, so I'm thinking about, now I'm thinking about the mid-90s. And what I'm thinking about with the mid-90s is there's some great bands like Presidents of the United States and whatever that came and kind of went. I think the mid-90s is, is also emblematic of the rise of the band fronted by women. So, hmm. Luscious Jackson, Garbage, Garbage. Uh, hmm. No Doubt. Um, Hole. Hole. Uh, there's, like, a, a ton of bands. And also the singer-songwriters. So, like, Natalie Cole, uh, Alanis Morissette. Jewel. Jewel. Oh, like, so there's, yeah. like Jewel. A, there's, like, a lot of good stuff in the mid-90s coming from women. Uh, Tori Amos. Oh, Cheryl, Tori Amos. Cheryl, 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 Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. There's a lot of Destiny's them. fucking child. No, oh, come a little on. Little later, now. right? I mean, they, they rose in '96 yeah. or so, but they what was it like like '98 or '99 was when they were, everyone really gave a fuck. It was yeah. like Bootylicious was that? Yeah, was yeah, TLC. Yeah. TLC was a little yeah. earlier, so that was like that in their early mid '90s. Mm-hmm. Oh god, man, um, so good. Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper is. I mean, yeah. Push it was in that's the like mid '80s song. But Wanna Man, I think, was like maybe early '90s. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they came back. Let's talk about sex. Yeah. Um, just progressive, and then I agree with like the late '90s. That's when we got into. So there was a, like a, a weird thing in the late '90s. You had like really weird shit, like Orgy and Marilyn Manson and all that kind of stuff. Then you had well, there was a big like electronica right explosion right. in the late in the late '90s with like you know you, you mentioned uh, Orgy, but there's also like um, uh, Fatboy Slim, oh yeah, and Chemical Brothers and uh, Prodigy, yeah, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, Prodigy yeah. was awesome. Yeah, Fat man. of the Land. Now that was a great record. That was one of the first CDs I ever bought, and that that was an awesome. I'm your fire starter. Yeah, yeah. Twisted remember fire how big starter. that Moby album was? Oh, yeah. Moby was. Yeah, yeah. Moby still Moby still does stuff, right? Sure. Yeah, he still. Yeah, Moby does yeah. a lot of, like movie soundtracks and stuff yeah. now. He's like, like all he's the like a movies. Like, yeah, oh, spin that shit. That's good. Fucking dope. Good job, Moby. But yeah, rap, man. Yeah, I think rap, rap is what it all comes back to. Because take it one step back for a second. We're gonna talk rap in a second. I know you've been interested to talk about this. Did want to give a shout out to No Doubt Gwen Stefani mm-hmm. back in the day, still oh. hot, yeah, unbelievably good looking back. In yeah, the she, was Dude, awesome. she looks the same today. She, yeah, she, she looks like she looks exactly the she's same. Like, she's in her forties. She's the female Keanu Reeves. He she's in her forties. She looks amazing. Yeah, she's absolutely. Like two she kids absolutely did you guys see her on the um, the Jimmy Fallon lip sync battle thing? Mm. No, did she do one of those? Yeah, it was the worst. Those. Was mm-hmm. it the worst? See, I don't know that she like has like a sense of humor or much of a personality no I mean, she, she does really she does she's, she's great but it's just like I think that smoking she just didn't she wasn't able to do someone else's thing mm. that well it was weird it was really weird I expected to like be she's not like an actress good. like the people that do well those are actors Emma Stone mm, Emma right? Stone yeah. is the best yeah. by yeah. far and and before we talk about hip hop because I think we should close on hip hop because it mm-hmm. is essential and really is integral 
Uh, just want to give two shout-outs real quick. The bands that a lot of people don't really think about that I really loved in the 90s. Uh, one is Bare Naked Ladies. Before Stunt came out, before one week, they were really, really, really awesome. They were a great band. I saw them a bunch of times live with my sister. They were one of the first bands I ever saw live. Albums like Gordon and Born on a Pirate Ship are excellent albums still to this day, and people should go check those out. The other band is Ben Folds 5. Uh, oh, yeah. Which is essential... They were awesome. ...piano rock. I think that's for you. Um... If you're not going to eat this apple pie soon, please offer it to your friends tonight. Uh, Cheryl made homemade apple pie on Sunday. Okay, Cheryl, we'll have a slice. Thanks. Um, so, uh, that might have sounded a little weird. Uh, so, no, no? Not for this show. Okay. No, that's true. Uh, so, uh, Ben Folds 5, awesome too. Self-titled album, uh, Whatever and Ever Amen, and Reinhold mm-hmm. Messner. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome fucking album. Sadly, I always got them confused with Three Doors Down, which was like... <laughs> Three Doors Down is fine too, but... Different band. Very similar sound. <laughs> yeah, very similar. I was like, who's what? Ben Folds what? What is he doing? Five of them? Um, so that's it. Let's talk about rap. So, baby, I will argue till the day I die that rap is better now than it ever was if you're looking in the right places. Mm. That's the thing. You gotta okay, be listening to the right people. Yeah, that's, this sounds like a very inflammatory this statement. So please explain yourself. I'm saying incendiary that. right now, my friend. But I will argue that. But if I'm arguing it, I'd be arguing it against people that are saying that early 90s rap is the best. Yeah, I mean, you, that's what you're arguing. No, people would be arguing me saying that. Okay, that's second to what's going on now. But what was going on then? We got Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got Tupac. Oh. We got Biggie. Mm-hmm. We got Jay Z. We got Nas. We got Eminem. Mm-hmm. What? That's yeah. You got the whole Death Row like. Yeah, we got all that stuff too. You're forgetting a lot too. Day Law, the Far Side. You're forgetting Public Enemy and Beastie Boys. But it's like, if you ask anyone who, like, top five, they're going to name at least three of those mm. probably in their top five. Mm. Everyone's going to say Tupac. That's insane. I think Tupac was the most influential artist to come out of that period. Because he died. <laughs> and that's oh, See, my, my problem with Tupac, the problem with Tupac is, is I feel like a lot of people are fake fans of Tupac. They say they like him, but they I don't wasn't really. A fan. I wasn't like, a fan at all. It's one of those Still things, not. it's like, oh, what are your, like, name three songs. And they're just like, uh, Changes. Uh, dear Mama, um, and they just can't. That's have you noticed that? I I couldn't name three Tupac songs. I could if I heard Tupac songs, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah I remember that. I was not a huge oh, yeah, fan. Oh yeah, very recognizable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, I've I've gone back and said that hip hop was not my thing until later. And there's only select things that I like about hip hop mm-hmm. that I'm now getting exposure to '90s hip hop. Going, oh god, man, I wasted my life back then. When was Easy E? Was yeah, he like? Is he like, started like, the '80s? NWA. Was was that eighties? Like late eighties. I count them as nineties though. Like like they really did shit in the early nineties. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I guess here's like, even like to me, eighty eight on counts as nineties. It's like eighty eight <laughs> to ninety eight. No, no, that's that's eighties. <laughs> I always get NWA and Two Life Crew mixed up for some reason. No, the reason yeah. the reason that I don't I don't count the nineties starting at like eighty eight. Two Life Crew is me so horny. Yeah, I know. Those were awesome eighties <laughs> years for other reasons. We, we can do another topic about hair metal mm. one day because I, I I can talk about hair metal all fucking day because it's fucking awesome. It is awesome. You want to talk shit about Dude, rat poison? Don't even don't Motley, even. Motley Crew or <laughs> yeah. is that or is that too mainstream? No, no, that's awesome. I I, I love even like. Like, I always say, and I always joke around, Enough's Enough is still, like, one of my favorite hair metal bands, because, like, no one even knows who the fuck they are. Like, <laughs> like what song do they do? A uh, new thing. You can look, look that up. Enough's I'm Enough. I'm sure I'd recognize you, Oh, you would. It's awesome. I told you I went on a date one time with a girl. She took me to this concert down in Irvine, Enough's the Verizon Amplifier. No, no, it was uh, Poison Rat. Poison yeah, my Rat brother Rat. went on that tour. Oh, it was like so ridiculous. I was, he saw him in, like, Hartford or something. I was like, this is awesome. He's like, I'm seeing Rat and Poison. Yeah, that's like, really are you cool. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Oh my god, I lose my mind if I saw Rat Live. I love those guys. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. They're so awesome. They're old. Um, Sadly. Now, 
Yeah, '90s hip hop's awesome. I think that I, I I just haven't heard the argument for why it's better now. Well, yeah. I'm I'm saying if you if you go to the right places, I'm not saying that mainstream rap the is right better. Places? Actually, that's the other thing though is I feel like there are a lot of good mainstream artists on the radio now, even compared to back then. Because back then, it's not like we were getting a lot of these people on the radio. You know, like that mm-hmm. you still had to like that was all word of mouth shit and like. Like Dayla wasn't playing on the radio. Mm. No, you know I they mean? were, but I don't think I don't think any. Yeah, I agree with you. Like they had a few tracks on the radio that were pretty big, but but no, they they maintained through word of mouth and also geographic loyalty. I think because I think that's the same way I, I like Biggie when I was a kid over Tupac. I was like, well, he's he's East Coast. He's East Coast. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm from the East Coast. I mean, I even identified that when I was like ten years old. You know, I was like playing with like you know GI Joes, where I've been like, yeah, I'm a Biggie guy. <laughs> But for my, my thing is that I feel like that because of the internet and because of just the the fact that tools have gotten easier to use for everybody, the people that grew up on the 90s stuff, which was the good stuff, because before that, it wasn't that good. It was just like a bunch of like nursery rhyme bullshit. Majority. No, I agree with that. I think I think 80s rap is really important for the genome of the yeah. rap. But I agree with you. Like, I can't go back and listen to a lot of that shit, except for the Beastie Boys. Like, and some select and other things. Like, but most of, the, that's, most of it is like very... Yeah. So then I feel like then the 90s kind of like made it a real thing and got like really good in certain places. There was also a lot of really bad 90s rap too. And then the 2000s was just like Gerard fucking hell. And it was so bad. But then now I feel like it's the people that learned from the 90s, wanted to correct the 2000s, and it's they're they're allowed to just keep doing their own thing. And they don't need it to perform on the radio or stuff because who gives a shit about the radio when they have the internet? Yeah, so, sure. There's some great. I mean, there is some great hip hop today. Like, I love currency. I love Wiz Khalifa. I love like. Uh, there's a lot of guys that like I really love like that are awesome. But if I had to choose, we had to go on a, a desert island or whatever. And sit yeah, there, yeah. And I was like, I, I can bring ten albums with me, ten rap albums. I might bring like one or two from today. Like, I'd probably bring Bun B's trilogy. I love I'd probably so much bring. Color. I'd probably bring. <laughs> I'd probably bring currencies, the Stone Immaculate. But everything else would probably go bring me back to the '90s. You got to bring De La Soul, Balloon Mind State. You got to bring De La Soul. Uh, Stakes is high. You got to bring Wu Tang's Thirty Six Chambers. You got to bring. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like you know, there's. Oh, God, it's Wu-Tang, overwhelming. Man. I would even, but I, I love Eminem. Like I'd probably even bring Eminem's first two records. I'd bring you know. So it's like. The good news is that it's all good. Like there's yeah. and everywhere you are, there's good stuff. I think rock has fallen significantly, much further than I think rap has fallen. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah. See, my thing with the rap is anybody that's arguing with that shit, I'd say listen to any album by the group Cunning Linguist and tell me that that isn't leaps and bounds better than that shit. Yeah, I think the only problem I have is like there's I don't know everything just maybe because it is so easy. I just it's hard to separate the good from the bad because there's so much more of it now that we're getting inundated by. So I don't disagree that there's probably a lot of good sound out there, but it's hard to get to because I mean, that's, that's all I'm saying. So much of yeah, it. Yeah, there is. You need to know like where to get it. Back in the day, right? in the mid nineties, if you were popular, it's because you had hit such a level that no one could touch you. And as long as you kept putting out something good, you were going to stay on top for a while. As but even just, then it's it, back then you had to have the single like Eminem be, couldn't on, do it without my name on MTV. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. So the, the one thing I'll say, and, and I, I won't play it for, for too long, I'll play it for only for a few seconds, is that the one thing, I always tell Cheryl this, like, the one thing that early and mid-90s hip-hop does to me is it makes me very nostalgic. I feel like it sounds, a lot of it, very nostalgic. And I'm not even talking about, like, the gangster rap, I'm talking more about the laid-back, like, kind of De La Soul-ish kind of rap, like, the more... Well, I think that's because rap. of the samples. <clears throat> like, the early 90s was so sample-heavy, and yeah. a lot of it was the record, so you hear the, like... The little yeah, rapper, well, rapper they were like, sampling like Christmas you know, shit. like funk and soul stuff from the seventies. Yeah. So. But th- this song specifically does it for me. 
and I want people to listen to the whole thing, just the beginning of it. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a copyright flag. Yeah, we'll do it real quick. We'll do it real quick because it's only a few seconds. Oh wait, I got I got Hold on a sec. Wrong volume. Wrong volume. Wrong volume. <laughs> Ringer volume. Good. Okay. Yep. Just that like laid back. Yeah, it was like you're talking about like, like this, got it. to me. Like, that they do. They totally do make them like this. No. Do you like? Do you know Run the side. Jewels? Who? Run the Jewels? No. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good topic. Yes, I enjoyed topic. that topic very much. I love music. Very yeah, for the long time, for the longest time, I thought the '90s had sucked. But now that I, now that yeah, I look you back at everything, yeah, you start like, unpacking oh, the, it. the '90s were it's awesome. A, it's Total very, Recall came out in the '90s. Oh, it did. Yeah. Ninety-one. So did T two. Yeah, T two. T two did. So it's a very eclectic. It's a very eclectic decade. It's a decade that we hold close to our hearts because we all grew up in that decade. But it's also a very formidable decade in terms of everything: movies, music, books, video games, everything. It's a really special decade. It's not as special as the eighties, but it's it's, but it's special. It's I think special. yeah, for me, like you know, coming from cinema, like you're talking about movies, I think one could argue that get better as you go backward in time. Because now we're sort of like what? we've got amazing films now, but I I'm not as excited about some of the stuff that's happening as I was two years ago, and then I'm I will never be as excited about a movie as I was when I was like nine. Right, maybe that's just because I was nine. But in the '80s, also, yeah. you were seeing new stuff all the time. Like Jurassic Park blew my mind. I'm like, that is a dinosaur. They got a dinosaur. They grew it up. They fed it <laughs> humans, and then they trained it. Steven Spielberg yeah. trained a dinosaur to be on camera. The, the beauty of Jurassic Park, by the way, and we went with this is a tangent. It's just like that movie still looks fucking awesome. It looks good, and it's because they didn't overthink it. It's like all real. You know what I mean? It's not Can like it's not like it's obviously not a real dinosaur, but it's just like. Spielberg and those guys like understood yeah. posterity that like the movie would look better if they didn't fuck around too much. Yeah, you know? when Laura Dern's leaning up on the triceratops, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. like it's not CGI. No, it's a real thing. It's, it's a very cool, very like really wonderful looking movie. Um, so yeah, that was a good topic. Good topic. Thank you, Colin. Colin. Thank you. Thanks, Colin. Topic. Good topic. Mm-hmm. Tim. Yes. You're batting cleanup. You're last mm. today. What is your topic? What is love? What is love, baby? Don't hurt me. Speaking of the '90s. It's uh, a deep question. It is yeah. a really deep question. That's existential. Thanks for saving that for the last. Well, mm-hmm. Let's unpack it. All right, everybody, put the suitcase down. So I think the easy thing to answer <laughs> is love is a feeling. Called unpack with Colin and Nick. My God, everyone, let's unpack this. You think love is a feeling? Love is a feeling. It's an emotion. It's a basic human. Yes. Emotion. Is it? Okay. I think that like because it's hard to say. The similar questions. What is art? And those are the like I think the two things that you're like. Eh. You know what really is, art is subjective, answer. but is 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 what love is subjective? I think it is. I don't think so. I think what people choose to love is subjective, but I think the way people love, the general feeling is probably pretty similar from human being to human. Being. If I love something, if I love my wife and you love your girlfriend, those those feelings that we have are probably pretty similar between, you know, mm-hmm. the the way we both do it. I'm not talking about the love of material things like I love my car, I love my hat. Or something like that. I love that PS4. That's, no, that's I more of that PS4. I'll tell you. <laughs> that's that's more of like a physical sort of like you're you're bonded to something because you you interact with it and things like that. But I think on a very base level, it's a chemical sort of reaction, and then eventually turns into a life like a, a long lasting bond between two things or two people. Well, so is the love between people different than like the love of things? Even if it's not a material thing, just like your is, love is for... it just amplified? I think it's. It? I mean, I would say it's probably well, amplified you, due to the sexual. I mean, like, do you? Do you love your girlfriend as much as a thing that you love? Don't ask Tim that question. Yeah. Tim know. puts all things on the same level. He's yeah, like, I like I this like, Coke better than I like my girlfriend. I love Coke. Um, 
it's good mm-hmm. i think that there's obviously i think the love you feel for another human being is a little bit more amplified like you're saying just because it is there's a lot of other emotions that go into loving a mm-hmm. you know someone who you have a, a a physical interest in you know if it's a sexual interest or if you have a relationship you're going to have there's a lot of physical contact with them you don't you just don't get well some people do maybe but out of like a car or you know a gun or something cool like that or a ps4 <laughs> where you're like you know it, it's more complex i think with human beings but yeah, I think at, the, at a base level, you see something you like and you want it and you obsess about it and then it goes from there, you know? It's yeah. tough. It's a good question. It's a good question. Oh, can I try that? Yeah. No, you, you, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because you, you breathe in with like, your mouth's open, but you're breathing in through the nose. It's tough. It's a tough question. I just, uh, I can't do it. It's it's a hard question. What is, like... Love for me has evolved in terms of relationships, mm-hmm. but the love of a parent or the love of a sibling or the love of a friend seems to kind of stay the same. I think love is many different kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an evolution of a core companionship that I think animals have. For instance, like presumably like aren't there certain animals like dolphins or whales or whatever that have like partners, some birds and stuff that have like partners for life. That's like mm-hmm. kind of where it comes from like they do love that other thing that other bird that other pelican whatever the hell it is but like they don't they don't they don't <laughs> pelican they don't look pelican at it they, they're not self-aware so they don't line. love requires a they self-awareness think, i'm i'm in love right exactly they're just like well i'm, I'm ride or die for this pelican yeah, yeah this, pelican, and, this pelican is my homie and uh but i think that in terms of being in love like in love with a girl or a guy is like that's evolved for me very much. Like, oh, yeah. Every time I think I know oh, what yeah. it means, I actually don't know what it means. I think now, you know, I've you know, been with Cheryl for like six years. It's like that to me is like a love so much more profound than the in love I was with my girlfriend for, in college, for instance, mm-hmm. when I, I genuinely was in love with her. But it's not the same as the love I feel now. So I think that love isn't necessarily defined because I think in that sense it, it seems to evolve. Then again, like what is the difference between loving someone and being in love with someone like – I'm in love with my girlfriend, would die for my girlfriend, absolutely, she's a great person, like, my, my partner and stuff, but, like, I also love my parents in a very deep and profound way. I'm not in love with them, but I love them. Mm-hmm. And, like, what is the difference between that kind of love? Because I'd also maybe die for my parents, you know? Like, yeah, that's, you know, it's that's like, a, it's like it's yeah. a weird kind of... It is... I think it is nebulous. I think you're right. I think that it's not defined. I don't, I don't know. I think it's different for a lot of different people. So... Can you love things? Yes. Like, is is love the, still the right word to be yeah. used? Then? I think you can love things. I love football. Yeah. You know, like I love cheeseburgers. You know, like I, I know like you're saying though <laughs> that the, the like you love family mm-hmm. and the in love relationship. Then there's a third love that's for video games mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Maybe we use it too much. Or they just yeah. Do you just strongly I like I, things? I think that I think it's a. Very similar feeling. I don't think I'm. Af- I'm not afraid to say that I. You know, you can love different things different ways, and there's, but it's the same baseline feeling. Um, it is different though, being in love versus loving something. Because I'm in love with my wife, but I also love her more deeply than I have ever had today. You know, like when you commit to someone and you're with that person and you're saying that we're going to give this a go and try to be together forever, that takes on a very profound meaning and a very very on a very deep level that's that's it's crazy to think that like there's just no doubt you're just going to be there for that person that's just the way it's going to go because you love each other not because you're in love with each other but because you love and respect each other and want to be there for each other but what is that like what is that love i just feel like that's kind of just like 
Well, I think at first not I mean, really answering. No, it, but though. they say you know they say at first that every all, all all love starts with sort of lust, right? So those those deep feelings, those crazy feelings you felt in college, not aren't necessarily what is more is like a traditional love. It's more of a sort of lustful sort of passion that you're caught up in, and then once those feelings subside, that's when. You know, you can start angling over to the love stuff. I might be digging myself in the weeds here, but you know, if I think I think I like Colin, I think back to the college loves or the high school loves that I had, and it was like, it was like a flashbang, right? It just boom, and then it was over. And you're like, what was I even thinking? It was so easy to go with that person, or maybe it wasn't, but but it felt real. They, at the time, yeah, it felt real at the time, but it doesn't feel like it does now, yeah. where I have someone I've been with for seven years, and she forgives me for things that she shouldn't, because I'm a complete idiot most of the time and annoying to her, um, because she wants to. That's love. Would the dictionary definition help us at all? Yeah, yes. 100%. Love a profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. For another person. For another person. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. You do form you do form tight bonds with material things, though. I mean, so a second definition is a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep or deep affection. Yeah. So, like, that mm. could be to... Or other stuff. This reminds me of what, what was the definition where it was, like, and the like... It was a hot dog. Oh, sandwiches. We were looking up the definition of sandwich. It's like meat to define the or like it was between two pieces of bread and the like. And you're like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, like and the like. What does that mean? Could it be a burrito? Uh, Yeah, it's. I think that there are just different kinds of love. I don't think that one's necessarily more profound than the other. For instance, you know, I think that the love I feel for my girlfriend is equivalent to the love I feel for my family, but they're different kinds of love. You know, but I think that they're pretty much on the same level yeah you know like the love i feel for hockey or football is below that but i love it you know Mm -hmm. playing drums or bass like playing video games all the weird you know history and all that kind of shit like that's a a love but that's lower i I think that there's a there's a a pyramid yeah um but again it's all about definition because for instance you were talking about like i look back at some of the things i used to be upset about with people i I thought i was in love with or really just liked when i was a kid and i remember being like really upset over a girl in high school like fucking profoundly upset and I look back at that now, and I was like, "What can I care for?" Like that, that's how you know that it's like not not the love you thought it was. Right. Same thing with in college, how heartbroken I was when I broke up with that girl in college. And I look back, and it was a very important learning lesson for me. And she was a you know, she was a great girl, and we we had a good time. But it was like, why was I so upset about it? You know, like so I think it evolves and becomes deeper and deeper actually as you get older, mm. and maybe you refine it a little bit more. And also the love of friends, like there are people, you know, like there are people in this world like Ramon. Uh, where, you know, I love him so deeply that, like, you know, I offer to, you know, fly him out here. I offer to do, you know, like, it, it's almost like you're willing to part with money or material things to make someone else happier. Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of different kinds of definitions and checkboxes that I think you have to hit. That's a little weird that you might want not, not do for a nor- you know, normal acquaintance. Yeah. See, it's just, it's interesting to me because I feel like a lot of defining love is just saying, well, because I love this, I do this. Mm. But you're not really saying what the love is. You know, I'm not saying that about just you guys, but it's just like, I think that's what makes it so interesting is that it isn't anything. It's just, it's something that exists that makes you do other shit. And it's the reason for doing things. Well, it's one of the, probably uh, the leading motivations for living. Mm. Right? Mm. I mean, so it's like, you 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 can't overstate how powerful and important it is. Power of love. And how devastating it can be when you lose it. Huey Lewis spoke about this. Yes. The, the great poet. I mean, <laughs> if we need to just listen to that song, he's the final word on this, yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, Huey Lewis is so good. It's not Hathaway? Power it's also, who did love. Glory of Love? Oh, Bri- uh, not Brian Adams. No. Uh, Peter Gabriel? Yeah. yeah, Peter Gabriel. No, no, no. no. It's no. not Peter Gabriel. Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera. Chicago. 
yeah. like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago. True story. <laughs> True story. Karate Kid Two came on the other day. My wife's sitting on the couch reading the Cosmopolitan magazine. Might have been an Us Weekly. Sorry for the call out, babe. She does not listen to this show. She'll never know that. Karate Kid Two comes on. She goes, "Turn it off." And I'm like, "Why?" It's is Karate Kid Two. Sad. She goes, I kn- "Is this the one with the song?" And I was like, "I know exactly what the song you're talking about." <laughs> yes, this is the one with the song. She goes, "How does it go again?" I was like, "Well, you know, I am a man." She's like, "Stop, stop talking." I, if I hear that song, I will start crying. It is so powerful to her. It brings back some weird nostalgic memory that I literally pulled up the lyrics on my phone and read them to her, and she started tearing up, and I started tearing up, and I was like, "This is a fucking powerful song. <laughs> yeah. Turn it off, put it away. Only bring it out." So when what's you have that? To. What is that? That's that just, emotion that's, right that's there. A, well, I mean, that's just a... I guess it's love. I guess. Any emotion is hard to describe, I think. The things that make you sad or happy mm-hmm. or elated or, you know... Like, that's more nostalgia, though, I think. Because, yeah, I mean, it was whatever the, the emotion it evokes. And that's why that's why they said, like, true art evokes emotion. Like, anytime you write anything or when you're trying to make a movie, you're trying to inevitably evoke emotion out of people. So that's is how love can... an emotion? Definitely. Oh, definitely. I think it is. So you can evoke love. Yeah. Things can evoke love. Yes. I think you can evoke feelings of love if you, if you hear, like, a really thoughtful love song I think it reminds like it can go the opposite direction like the saddest song to me in the world like the fucking saddest song is Mike and the Mechanics in the Living Years that That's song super is sad song. fucking horrifying Wait, which one's that one uh, it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a it's a song about how like his dad died and he never got a, a chance to say that he was sorry and that he loved him or whatever yeah. and, hmm. I, I can't I don't even want to yeah. sing All right, don't, it don't bastardize it <laughs> it's an awesome song it's a great song but every time I hear it I'm like oh my god you know like Jesus Christ you know, like, like, yeah. Well, you, you know what? He that's... knew when he was in the studio recording that song, he was just going to destroy. But that's, but that's the thing. So this is what happens, right? The it's not a one to one connection. He's not singing to you. You're not falling in love with his words, or it's not making you think of love. What great art does, or what what movies strive to do, is they try to connect you to something in your life that evokes that emotion, right? So when you see two people on screen who are legitimately have that connection and fall in love with each other, that is supposed to make you think of a love that you've had in your life and evoke that emotion mm-hmm. that you had then. You're not, you're not necessarily connecting with those things, but, like, when I heard that Peter Cetera song, I remember the time of my life that was, like, the most innocent. It wasn't, it wasn't a love, necessarily, that I, I thought of at first. It was, hey, this was a time of my life when I was, like, young, and I could eat whatever I wanted to, and I, I just watched movies all day long, and I didn't give a shit about my future. It didn't matter. Then I turned over and noticed that it was having that same effect on my wife. That made me love her. Mm-hmm. That made me just think about how much I love my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, we have those things in common. That is the strength of our relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send Peter Cetera a nice email after this. Like... Like he doesn't get enough. Hit him up on Twitter. What up? What up? Yeah, what's he up to? Peace of Terry. He's probably still rocking that song. Probably, yeah. yeah. Do you think that one song made him like set him up? Well, he like... was in Chicago too, right? So it's like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, so sure. and he wrote all those songs. So like, yeah. just the songwriting credits. That's what's so valuable when you sell a record. If you played, if you played, if you like, the drummer in Chicago had nothing, nothing to do with writing any of those songs. Maybe like he got his, you know, performance money, and he might get a little bonus like when albums are sold. But the guys who wrote those songs are the guys who were fucking cleaning up. Mm-hmm. That's why Queen is like insanely wealthy because yeah. all of them wrote songs yeah it's yeah it wasn't just ready um yeah it's an interesting question it's a profound question mm-hmm. now usually yeah. Tim, it's a people, tim topic well i was gonna say usually usually, usually, usually you, you you bring up <laughs> things that are a little more yeah visceral On next week is gonna be what is sex <laughs> that's an easy one that's a definition we is it an emotion yeah. <laughs> no is it no. a feeling it's more of a smell as they say oh, we man. talked about that already oh that was a good topic and a good episode, guys. Mm. We did okay without Greg today. I had fun. Yeah. I had fun. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. Something felt 
Like, we were just missing Craig. Yeah, it was a little vacant. It was a little empty. But we had our friend Damon here. Yes. That was nice. Damon, thank you for joining us. I, know, I, I had, a, I had time. a good time. I'm not used to it. Damon, you're very welcome here on the show. Thank you for coming. Always and happy. Always happy. Normally, the person that sits in that chair at least once, really if not 15 times Burps. an episode. No, he looks over at me and just shakes his head. <laughs> I'll try to say something, and he just doesn't even pay me the courtesy of, like, a, a courtesy laugh. He just goes. You know, that, you know that thing he does do that. Yeah, it's the worst. So thank you for not doing that to me. Would, you may have felt would, it, but you didn't let on me. I would never. He would never do that. Damien, thank you for joining us. And, and of course, thank you out there for coming to listen to the Game of Reggae Show or watching it if you're on YouTube, of course. Uh, you can find us here on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. If you want the audio, you can go download that at Bandcamp. You can even find the video at Vimeo. Uh, you can support us on Patreon. Kindoffunny.com has everything you need if you want to buy merch and all that kind of stuff. We appreciate that. We have the Team Fat shirt. We have the Moriarty Miller and Scarpino Geddes shirts. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's yes. very good. Everything's very good. It's a good time gentlemen. to be alive. It is. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time. And I wouldn't. Say, I don't think it's gonna be any any better than this. Right? You're not now. worried about Ebola? You think everything's yeah. gonna be fine? I'm a little worried about. That's it. A, yeah. We might we might have to do that topic yeah. at some point because you know I keep getting tweets about that. Mm. A lot of people want to hear our thoughts on it. I'm. I had. Well, we can we can get that later. I was terrified of it over the weekend. My wife's like, it's not gonna happen. We were totally pulled out. I was. We're all gonna die. I was in Texas over the weekend. Yeah. And. People are freaking the fuck out over well, there. Well, that about this shit. it was actually yeah. there, so yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I thought I had it yesterday because I was feeling sick. I'm like, I have Ebola. I would. God, Tim Gettys has Ebola. Tim Gettys has Ebola. Because here's the thing about that, and this is going to sound super insensitive, so I'm going to try to tread as lightly as, as humanly possible on this. If you had that, I know you. You try to find a way to capitalize off of having of Ebola, course. and it would be a ridiculous train wreck to watch yeah. that happen. It'd be great. There'd be so many YouTube videos, probably a rap video. Yeah, an Ebola <laughs> rap video. We'll save that for another time. Jesus. All right, you can follow us on Twitter. Nick is Nick underscore Scarpino. There he is. Don't tweet at Nick Scarpino without the underscore. He no. doesn't like it. He does. He's okay like with it. He's okay. I mean, he's a cool guy. Okay, he's a nice but guy. He, Maybe we'll yeah. have him on the show one day. I think he wants to get his own followers. I don't think yeah, he wants mine. Yeah, Damon is Dame Zero. D-A-E-M-Z-E-R-O. Tim is Tim Gettys. T-I-M-G-E-T-T-Y-S. I am no taxation. On Twitter, and you can follow Kind of Funny at Kind of Funny Vids. Don't follow Kind of Funny. That's not us. Kind of Funny Vids is what you want to follow. Yes. Uh, we'll be back in another week for more The Game Over Greggy Show with Greg Miller, Game Over Greggy himself. Until next time, we'll see you later.